and it shows you just how amazing the life that we live is. I mean, I met JT uh, one of my first couple of years as far as in the CFL, of course, in Calgary. And, you know, when JT introduced himself, you know, he introduced himself as, you know, kicker and everything. But, you know, in my mind, he's a, he's a third down quarterback. But a little something that I found out from, from uh, sitting up here at the head table was that I didn't know JT was shy. I didn't know he was quiet. You know, whenever, uh, you know, one would enter the room, you know, he'd get all shy and tuck himself in the corner or, you know, find the closest door. But, you know, I tell you, he, he never told me those secrets. But, you know, he told me all the good things. But, you know, honestly, it, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an honor and a privilege to be here uh, this evening. And such a distinguished event, you know, to have a, a good friend like JT uh, give me a call and, you know, just tell me how excited he would be to have me come be a part of this. Uh, when you receive a call from a great friend, you have to respond at all costs. And, of course, I know we're one in six now, guys. I know I should be studying my playbook and making sure the guys are ready to go. I understand that. But the thing is, um, I'm so thankful for everything that the city of Ottawa has not only done for myself and my family, but, you know, for anything that's related, especially you see the, the youngsters here at the, at, the, at the head table and all those that are here in the crowd that have worked their butts off and even the honorees here this evening that have worked their butts off to achieve what they've achieved in their life, especially when it comes to sports and, and different activities, to see a community giving back and saying thanks for everything that's impacted lives, I mean, this is something that you have to be a part of, and I'm truly thankful to be here. Now, the question that I ask myself is, how in the world is a, a young man from Spyro, Oklahoma, a guy who was a black cowboy, I rode horses, I was a roper growing up, I played football, basically I grew up in a town, wherever, when you were born, the first question they ask is, you know, since it's a boy, what position is he going to play? Because we love football that much. And of course, my dad was an old school professional football player, I mean, uh, baseball player, sorry, and uh, I had an arm on me, so of course, they were like, hey, he's going to be a quarterback. But the thing is, as I, as I started to age in life, I wasn't the prettiest guy, you know, I have a gap in my teeth, of course, I know that. Uh, I was skinny, you know, I, I, I probably weighed about five more pounds on a wet day. But the thing was, you know, I had a dream that I, I wanted to be a, a professional quarterback one day. And of course, growing up in Oklahoma, the closest NFL team to where I grew up were the Dallas Cowboys. And of course, my dream was to meet a guy like Troy Aikman. Uh, I always watched J.C. Watt, who was a former quarterback of Oklahoma Sooners, who was an Ottawa Rough Rider. You know, I wanted to be one of those guys one day, a guy who could make it. But here I am. I'm one of the, I'm the ugliest. Um, I'm the slowest. I wasn't too smart then. You know what I mean? Uh, I, bar you know, I barely made my grades. And I had big feet. My feet, I wore, I had the biggest feet, I think, on the football team. But, uh, but the thing is, I didn't allow those things to hold me back. You know, I told myself that what you get into life is what you put into it. And especially in the game of sports, because if you want, some, want something so bad, sports to me is an investment. If you invest, invest your time, your strength, and your energy into something so much, you will get the return. And that's really anything in life. Because I know I read a statement, uh, I'm a big uh, you know, quotes guy, and, and I always read a statement made by Don Shula. He always said he was a great coach of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he was the only coach to ever uh, lead a team to an undefeated record in all of football, well, in professional football. And he made a statement that, I know that God didn't put me here on this earth just to do ordinary things, so I'm going to bust my can to do extraordinary things. And I, I know for me, that's one of the models I live by in my life. Because we all are blessed with gifts. You all here at the head table, you're up here for a reason. You all back out here who are working, who worked your butt off to achieve you know, great lives as far as in the careers that you worked so hard for, you've earned that for a reason. 
is for all the time and the effort that you put into it, all the hard work. Now, I know you guys are about to go out to colleges and stuff and frat parties and all that, but we won't tell the folks, okay? But they're fun. They're fun. They're a good time. I can promise you that. But, uh, but no, don't drink. Don't drink. You don't drink on college campuses. But, but, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, what you get into it is basically what you get out of it. And for me, that was my focus in life. And here I am, I'm in high school playing football against, you know, some big names, guys who, who, who made it big in the sports that they played in. And going into my senior year, I only weighed 160 pounds. And I'm expecting, you know, Division One schools to give me a call, and I'm hoping that I'm doing just enough to make it. But what do you know? I went out and worked my butt off, and I gained another 10, 15 pounds during my senior year. I had a great year, and I got a lot of calls from a lot of different schools. But then I decided, okay, now here I am, I'm growing up, I'm a guy who's living on a farm. You know, I grew up riding a tractor. I, I grew up as a soybean farmer. We'd bail hay every morning at 5 a.m. We'd go out, I'd, I'd throw out the salt lick to the cattle, make sure I filled up the water trough with water for the, for the cattle as well. And it was off to eat breakfast and get on the bus. And of course, you know, as, as a cowboy sometimes, you wore those boots that smelled like cow manure to school. But, you know, for me, that was almost like having a tattoo. You know, it, it, it was like, you know, a scar from war. It was something that you could take with you. You know what I mean? But the thing is, throughout all those things, I overlooked all the obstacles that I had against me. Like I said, I knew I wasn't the tallest. I knew I wasn't the strongest, all those things. But I said, nobody's going to hold me back from achieving my dream. Just trust me, you'll always have people naysay and say all this and all that type of stuff. But the thing is, you know, the reason why they're saying things about you is because you're doing something different than them. And trust me, to me, my motto for people who say things like that is a dog is a small dog barking at a redwood tree. You know, if a dog walked by an average-sized tree, would a dog bark at it? No. But if he saw a redwood tree, he'd be like, man, this tree is intimidating me. I need to say something to it. Bark, bark, bark. But, of course, the redwood tree never leaves or moves, so it's never intimidating. But that's how you have to be. You have to be a rock. You have to be a stone as far as in your approach to life. You have to go at everything with all costs, willing to put everything into it, because you never know what's going to happen in the end unless you give it your all. And that's one of the things I tell my guys each and every week we step out on the field. Because, trust me, some of those guys on that team, I mean, I'm sad to say, but I could probably be their daddies. And, of course, I, I joke with them all the time. I say, get over there, my son. You know, you look kind of like me. Get over there. You know, go run this route or something like that. But, of course, I'm having fun with the guys. And I know I definitely aren't. Yeah, I'm definitely not their dad, but I'm just joking with them. But, but the thing is, being on such a young team, these type of lessons come become very valuable. Because when you're dealing with a lot of young guys who are under a lot of stress right now, I mean, sometimes those guys are on the field and their buttholes are that tight. I mean, they can't make a mistake. If they make a mistake, they feel their whole entire world's going to fall apart. But that's how much we love this game that we play. That's just how much you love the game that you play. That's how much we love the life that we live. We're willing to do anything. But back to what I was talking about, once I was done with high school, I signed a letter of intent to play at Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Now, here I am, a guy coming from basically Maxville, going to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a city of over 8 million people. And I'm right in the heart of North Philadelphia, where on every street corner there are drug deals happening and somebody's getting shot at. And here I am going to school at this place, and I'm like, what in the world am I doing here? You know, what made me make this decision and for my parents to allow me to come this far to achieve my dreams? But little did I know that my offensive coordinator there at Temple was a former head coach of the Ottawa Rough Riders, Steve Goldman. And it shows you just how small this world is. I mean, it's crazy that I'm here. And whenever I tell people this story, they're just like, man, you were destined to be here in Ottawa one day. Hey, that, that's a dollar. That's, that, that, that's a dollar. <laughs> 
has showed you that in your life along these journeys, especially in the game of sport, you will meet some people, some of the hottest people in your life that will end up being some of the best friends in your life. Because, like I said, Steve Goldman was the coach of the Ottawa Rough Riders when they came here back in the early 90s, and he brought in a guy named Damon Allen, who today is one of my best friends, who was one of the former quarterbacks of the Ottawa Rough Riders. And, man, did they tell me so many great stories about how beautiful this city is of Ottawa. And, man, that's why I ask myself, it's strange how life is. But I continued on at Temple University, playing my butt off. I had never had a drink of anything because, of course, the legal age is 21, and I abide by the rules, right? Right? We all we all abide by the rules, right, guys? Okay, I don't need to call y'all out like that. I'm sorry. I don't want to give away your secrets or anything. But we all abide by the rules, and I had never had anything to drink. I never had a drink, actually, until I was the age of 20. And uh, actually, I was going from 20 to turning 21, but the guys had to get me before my 21st birthday, so they got me a 16-ounce can of beer. And I looked at it like, okay, what's in this thing? So I drank it, and I passed out. And I was out for about 24 hours because I didn't know how to respond to that. But the thing is, I mean, it's amazing how you go through so many unique experiences in your life because of sport, because of the journey that you decided to take up on where they will take you. Now, I don't know the different institutions that you all are going to head off to as far as to start your freshman years in college. But to me, embrace those moments because your university years are the best years of your life because you're not exactly at home anymore. So yeah, you can make your own curfew. Uh, you got to set your own rules, but also you get to accept some responsibility, but it's your time to become a young man and a young woman. And of course, I know some of you guys are, you know, you're the hunks and everything like, yeah, all the girls want me and all that. You know what I mean? You know, that, that's all fine and dead. But the thing is, you're going to school for a reason. Number one, to get your education. Education pre- precedes everything. That precedes everything. Because no matter how far you make it in sports, sports only sports can't last forever. I know so many guys from NFL, NFL players to hockey players to NBA players, a lot of great friends of mine that I've made over the years. I can tell you a great story about a young guy right now. Um, when I went to Temple, uh, I was looked at to play two sports. I was looked at to play basketball, but first it was football. But I signed a football scholarship like I mentioned. And so one day when I first arrived at Temple, it was the first few days there just where we could mess around and kind of meet some of the local people. And a bunch of guys were playing basketball on the basketball court. And of course, I noticed some of the guys were, you know, former Temple players now, but of course they were current Temple players at the time, so I went out and started shooting around with the guys and everything, and we ended up playing a full court game of basketball. Well, little did I know was, one of the guys I was guarding, his name was Kobe Bryant, and of course, this kid's like 6'4", 6'5", and you know, he was a snotty-nosed kid at Lower Marion. Uh, his sister actually went to school with me, she played volleyball on the, on, the, on the university volleyball team, and here I am guarding this kid, and you know, we're sitting there talking throughout this entire time, and you know, I'm trying to get to know the kid, and he told me about all the obstacles that he over came in life and look at what he achieved today and of course he went straight from high school to the professional ranks I mean he made a couple of dollars right he made just a couple of dollars but the thing was he never lost focus of the fact that he had to get his education he did he did uh he got here on his degree online he actually attended some school as far as during the offseason but ended up earning his degree online and now he's able to start a bunch of different companies and things on the side he's giving back to the community there in LA but also back in Philadelphia where he grew up uh and, and so many people, like I say, you meet people for a reason. And to be able to meet a guy like himself allows me to be able to share a story like that, especially, you know, with the young generation. Because I know now that I've been able to achieve my dream and live my life. And, you know, to hear JT say over 53,000 yards, I only feel like I'm getting old now. To hear that I've thrown for that many yards, that's a few, that's a few kilometers if, if you think about it. But the thing is, it's, I'm thankful for that. 
To be able to share the story of the people that I've been able to meet and the places that I've been able to see because of the game of football. Football has been my life, and that's why I still continue to play at the age of 39 and train my butt off to make sure that I'm ready to go. And of course, you know, no matter where you play the game, it's all about you doing what you love. No matter what job that you do, it's all about doing, doing what you love. Of course, nobody wants to milk cows, but we know we have to do it in order to make the bread meat at the end of the day. Nobody wants to go out and clean up all the hog mess or whatever in the hog pen, because, but that's something that we have to do. That's the life of a farmer. But all in the end, it's all about the passion that you have for something. If you want it enough, nothing can stand in your way from achieving that dream. And trust me, to me, when people told me at the end of the year when I became a free agent after helping the Hamilton Tiger Cats get to the Grey Cup last year when nobody expected us to get there, people never thought that if there's one team that could never win a Grey Cup in their first year would be Ottawa. But you know what? I said, bring that challenge on. Bring that challenge on. And that's why I'm here in Ottawa. Because if there's any place inside of this beautiful country that deserves a football organization, a winning organization, it's right here. It's right here. And that's why I'm here. Because when people say admission is impossible, I always say it's possible. And I always believe in the hard work that you put into it, you're going to get out of it, like I mentioned earlier. And I know right now we're going to persevere through this struggle early on as far as going through our growing pains. And, you know, I've been changing a lot of pampers and stuff over there and, you know, making sure guys don't get diaper rash through all the struggles and stress. But all in all, in the end, it's going to come out to be something nice. And I promise you, for the second half of the season, nobody will be better than the Ottawa Red Blacks. And I know a lot of you probably ask, what, what, are the red, what does the Red Black mean? I know I'm half Indian, I'm half black, so I think I'm a red black, but honestly, I think every sports organization in Ottawa has red and black in it, so that's all I can conclude on it. But the one thing I am telling you, though, is if you haven't been to a game, you need to get to one. Because honestly, there's no better atmosphere in all of football than what is going on right now in Ottawa. The people have embraced, and I'm very thankful for that. And that's why at all costs, I'll go at all links to be in the community and thank people for everything that they've done for us, but most of all, for the next generation that's coming along. Because I know for me, you know, I probably have this year one year left. And you're probably one of the first people to hear me say that. Because, you know, when your body tells you to do something, you have to listen. But the thing is, I know it's my last day on that field. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them my all. And if any of you ever need anything, you can always give me a shout. I know you have Twitter and Facebook. I'm on there. You can give me a shout always and I always have a piece of advice for you and help you out any way that I possibly can. But honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to say thank you for having me here this evening. I mean, this has been an amazing event. And to see that you you all as a community give back to those who have impacted your lives and, and for the memories to live on forever and ever. And, and that's why the memories that you put in, for, you know, despite what surface you played on, you'll be immortal for forever. And that's why I'm thankful my name's on the Grey Cup. It's on there twice, and I need it one more time. Because trust me, this wine, the red wine, and the tomato juice all taste sweet. But it doesn't taste sweeter than it does when it's poured out of the Grey Cup. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me.
Congress, thank you very much for your speech tonight. It's a message that everyone can take with them. Uh, we wish you continued success in the uh, months and years ahead in Ottawa. And uh, once again, thank you very much.